Service Delivery Watch on the Morning Bliss. The founder and chairperson of the National Community Dialogues in Buffalo City Municipality is joining us, uh, Mr. Leonard Ngumbesi, uh, to talk about uh, some of um, the issues at Buffalo City Municipality. When we started the show, I did mention that there's been quite a lot of talk about this specific municipality. But is it resolved? Are we in the new year and ratepayers are happier? Or are there still challenges? And if so, how is the National Community Dialogues organization dealing with them? Uh, thank you very much, Leonard, for joining us. Good morning. Good morning, Mantoli. Uh, compliments of the new year and all the viewers, wherever they are listening from. Um, before we get to that, uh, it's no longer now, uh, community dialogue is no longer dealing with the PCM red payers only. It's only dealing, it's also dealing with the red payers across South Africa. In this week, we'll be having a meeting with 20 red payers where they asked us to assist them uh, because they want to take their municipality to court on issues similar to what is happening in BCM. So we'll be having a meeting uh, in this week where we'll be assisting uh, those rate payers. And then secondly, uh, the issue of BCM rate payers, we are finalizing consultations where we are looking at ways of now boycotting payments uh, to Buffalo City Municipality maybe the best word to you to use is to diversion of the payments not paying the municipality but putting all the funds into the trust accounts until bcm resolve all the issues because it seems like they are not doing anything to resolve this so maybe by them not getting the payments uh, from uh, the, the rate payers, it would make them to uh, feel the pinch and move faster to try to resolve the issues the rate payers are, are currently facing. So we are in the final stages now where we want to make sure that before the end of January, we'll be filing papers to court where we'll be getting um, a, 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 an order of or a permission to do what we want to do because what we want to do here we want to set a trend for the for all the south african right payers whereby if the municipality is failing to service the people as it is required to do so and the people or the ratepayers have submitted or have lost the dispute but the dispute is not solved by the municipality so that particular ratepayer has a right to not pay the municipality because of one two three reasons now, Leonard, you know, the city of Tswane and uh, Buffalo City are in two different uh, provinces, right? Yes. Um, yes. 
how are you as an organization going to ensure that you are keeping tabs on the city of Tuane's uh, ratepayers issues? Because in Buffalo City, Municipality, I know you are there. This is where community, uh, national community dialogues is started and you've got your finger on the pulse. But the city of Tuane has had a lot of challenges and I think it also deserves, you know, full attention. Okay. It's very simple. Uh, first of all, our name says it all, National Community Dialogues. So that tells you that it's not about uh, Buffalo City or the Eastern Cape, but the entire South Africa. So we are an NPO which seeks to help or assist uh, in terms of the issues of service delivery. I think maybe you might have missed about two or three videos of Tswane last week where we done them uh, of the Rosua that the people of Tswane have been complaining about to their municipality and the municipality was not attending to that. I went there in person uh, and I've done the video. On the following day, after I've sent the video to them, they solved that uh, issue of the Rosua. So from there, I went to attend the people in the same Tswane where they don't have electricity since June last year, that is June 2023, they are, they are without electricity. So you can imagine uh, children going to school without electricity, going on Christmas, going on, on trial exams without electricity. So we are not an organization or non-profit organization which only focuses on Eastern Cape because it was started in Eastern Cape. We are focusing all across South Africa. And also remember, uh, we are working with different law firms uh, so they know the, the, the bylaws of these uh, municipalities. Uh, what is it saying uh, in the in the Tswane? What is it saying in the city of Joburg? What is it saying in the city of Cape Town? So they the, the, the Tswane ratepayers, they have seen what we have done or what we are currently doing in the BCM. So now they asked us to assist them in terms of the uh, of the law firms or the representation in the court, because you know what is happening here. Uh, the municipalities and government departments are taking advantages of the ratepayers or the ordinary South Africans because they know that if you want to take them to court, you will need a lot of monies uh, to, to, to go to the lawyers and whatnot. So now we chip in in that space whereby we have uh, the lawyers that we're working with to assist the people without them paying these lot of monies because we are the NPO. Hence, we are making a call across South African businesses, across um, everyone that is able to say, look, National Community Dialogue, because you are helping people, here we are to assist in terms of the funding and sponsors, because we don't have funders, mm. we okay, don't have sponsors. Before we go to the funders, uh, Leonard, you know, yeah. there's, there's the issue of the Buffalo City uh, Municipality, BCM, yes. that you've been dealing yeah. with. Maybe give us an update, because if you're saying that the city of Tuane's rate players are... Are, are keen on getting your assistance and you have started, you know, with consultations. 
that means there's something that you are doing right in uh, getting the city of uh, Buffalo City yes. to, to adhere yes. or at least listen to the plights of the ratepayers. So tell us what some of the okay. challenges have been and how um, you as the National Community Dialogues have been able to resolve these or be in consultation with the Buffalo okay. City. You know, if I can mention the few, we have gone to court more than three times already in 2023, taking the Buffalo City municipality to court. One, uh, they blocked people or disconnected people from buying or accessing electricity. We took them to high court and we won those cases. Number two, we took them to court on the issue of deductions of 80% when people are buying electricity. Let's say for argument's sake, someone is buying electricity at 100 rand and the PCM is taking the 80 rand and giving you only 20 units. We have won that. Now the PCM has changed now from the 20, from the 80% deductions to around uh, 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 60-40. So it has been changed because it was declared unlawful by the court of law. We have also taken um, uh, BCM, in fact, we are preparing now to take them to court on the issue of, because of one, two, three reasons that we have experienced, now we are asking the court to give us a permission to not pay the municipality all the funds to be channeled to the trust account until BCM resolved the matter. So the people that have been following us from day one, we're doing this. They have seen the progress because about 90% now of the people of BCM, they are off the hook of the 80% when they were buying electricity, get deducted of the 80%. About, uh, I can say 90% of those who were blocked and uh, and and uh, and uh, disconnected unlawfully by the PCM, they are now back on on having access on electricity. Some of them were having three years without electricity. I'm talking about old age people here, about 90 years, 80 years, the social grant beneficiaries that were taken advantage and victims of PCM. So people then therefore are seeing what we are doing. They are seeing, seeing the cases we are winning. We're not even, we haven't even lost one case when we're taking them to court. So that tells you that we don't just wake up and decide we do this. We do our proper research and we do proper consultation and we don't consult with one law firm. So we, 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 we take the legal opinions and then we put them on the table and we weigh and then we see that if we do like this, then we are going to win. Now, Leonard, when it comes to other issues, right, the issues of um, uh, the great 12 results that are coming out very soon. You were talking earlier on yeah. how, you know, the Eastern Cape, yes, there's a lot of challenges. Yes, the yeah. challenges are service delivery. But there's another challenge yes. that has touched all of us as South Africans, and that is that of load shedding. Yes. Students having yeah. to study during a time where mm. it's dark, um, especially through yeah. the winter, it was bad. It was absolutely bad. We've got a bit of relief over the past couple of weeks, but it's back again. So how 
are you as BCM going to be expanding your uh, knowledge and assistance to communities when it comes to issues of load shedding and the metric results? Are we going to say it's the teachers, the schooling system that we talk to, or is it ESCOM, or we go back to the service provider being ESCOM or the municipality? Look, we cannot blame teachers. We cannot blame students on the issue of the load shedding. It's a man-made. We don't have load shedding in South Africa. We have a man-made uh, load shedding, which has got eyes and ears. Remember recently, we were having uh, the games of Mapogopoko Springboks, where the, our government decided to suspend the load shedding for us to watch the games. Immediately after we're done watching the games and then we went on, uh, the, 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 the students went on the, 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 the exams and then our government brought it back. Is, is that a lot shedding? There is no such. It's a man-made, it's got eyes and ears where our government is passing a clear message to all South Africans that I don't care about the future of this country. I don't care the matriculants that are writing exams at colleges and universities. That's why I'm bringing back the load shedding because they should have suspended until everyone finished writing their exams. I don't want to even mention in the issue of the other services like the poor road conditions, more especially in Eastern Cape, KZN and other provinces where students, when it's raining, they can't attend school for maybe a week or two weeks and we expect miracles. We expect them to perform miracles. How is that possible? Because they are affected by this, therefore they are missing a lot at school in terms of attending, in terms of the schoolwork. So on the 19th of this month, that is January, we are expecting results and we are expecting them to improve in performance. One of the poorest uh, provinces, Eastern Cape, in terms of the performance in metric results. I'm not expecting, I personally, I'm not expecting any great improvements, more especially because of this load shedding, because the students were suffering a lot under this load shedding, the man-made load shedding, which benefits certain politicians. Because I can tell you now, the more we get load shedding in South Africa, the more certain politicians are making more money. So that is why we're experiencing load shedding is because most politicians are getting richer and richer because of the load shedding. All they right. are doing the business <laughs> with the government. Okay. So they're okay, making okay. money Leonard, out Leonard, of the load shedding. Leonard, you have, you have really gone on a different trajectory. My question is mainly to find out how do we then support these students who come from the Eastern Cape, who have been affected by load shedding, um, whose parents are ratepayers, um, and they are part of the community. How do we assist them? Because I clearly hear you saying it's on ESCOM, it's not on the education system. So how do you, as BCM, make sure that this does not happen again next year? And how do we support the grade 12s of this year who come from the Eastern Cape? The only straight answer I can give you that we must do as, as, as BCM, in fact, not as BCM only, as South African, is to make sure that from 18 years of age, we must go all out and register to vote for change for the upcoming elections. Because if we change the status quo of the politician, the politics in South Africa, then we won't see this uh, nonsense called load shedding. Because I said to you, and I repeat, we don't have load shedding in South Africa. We've got man-made load shedding. 
So the only thing that will help us or the help help the whole South Africans is to change the government that is doing this purposely for their own benefit. That's the only thing that we can do is to encourage people to register to vote, starting from those who are doing grade 12 and going forward. Because you find that on the register, on the on the weekends uh, for, for voter registration, a lot of young people are in sports field and some of them in shipins, they don't consider or they don't take it serious, the issue of voting. And the question is, who do we vote for? And why do we vote? Because we don't see a change. So we're encouraging as national community dialogue that let's go all out and register to vote and change this uh, status quo of our, our politics in South Africa and make sure that we get a better life for all. Not the theory life, not the speeches or empty speeches, empty promises from the politicians, which they only come to the people because they want votes. We want now something that will be done practically and we want promises to be fulfilled to the people of South Africa at large. Well, yeah, elections are coming soon, still waiting for the date. So thank you very much. Uh, we'll hear more about what happens uh, between uh, now and when you and uh, uh, the ratepayers in the city of Tuane and BCM continue to interact with the municipalities. Thank you.